0: on 93.7 The Ticket and
2: ticketfm.com. We are here, old school, Kenny Wilhite, J. Foreman, brought to you by the Mercado, certified Piedmontese, special ingredients, 84th and Havelock, uh, and the best butcher shop in town, or one of them. Every type of meat, every type of cut. Um, so we've talked a little bit of NIL, but Kenya, you, you know, I wanted to, ask, here's what I wanted to ask you, just from your experience on the whole landscape of college football. Um, you know, some teams, you know, continue along the path, but I really saw this with, uh, and really I'm talking about when PJ Fleck took over Minnesota, because mm-hmm. obviously I'm, you know, have roots in Minnesota, but Minnesota's athletic department had some stuff going on all the way back to like when Clem Haskins was there. We're talking about basketball team. And, yes doing papers for stuff well when he took over and changed the culture um and really kind of set forth a new path not only for the football team but for the basketball team because that's what the standard they held rick rick patino's son to um everyone else but then how hard is it to continue along especially with the football team in year two because it seems like especially for asking pj fleck me, my personally he said his hardest year was year two. He said actually year three was a coast, and that's when they actually, you know, uh, went what eleven and one or two mm-hmm. or whatever, and beat Auburn in the bowl game, and they had, you know beat Penn State. He said the hardest year is year two. Why do you think it's year two? Is it is it because the newness is over, or you have to kind of fight through that kind of gray? I always say the gray area to get to the end, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel.
1: You you have to fight through it, but I think the newness is over. Right. So you you you, you got the kids where you want them. Now can you keep them there? Right. You know what I mean. Yeah. It's, they start looking it, other places. They start looking yeah. other places. Right. But can you keep them there? Right. If you can keep the continuity, then you're good.
2: Right. Yeah. And he must have done a really good job of. Um. You know. i, I You know. First, I was a little bit adverse to his. You know, row to boat antics and stuff. But what what he did a good job of, and I, you know, heard Coach Rule talk about. It, he said about relationships. So he built relationships with in my opinion, like five or six, maybe 10 at the most, most influential players in that locker room, regardless of the ranking on the team. So it might've been a backup tight end. That was the, you know, a glue guy or something like that. And he said that was the biggest reason they were able to kind of have that. He called it a bridge year between one and three, you know, you know, you start out new, everybody's just kind of on their, you know, everybody's on their P's and Q's. And then year two everybody might question something, but you gotta kinda stay steadfast. And he got some guys to come back that could have went to the NFL, which really helped him.
1: But that's the thing though. When you, once you establish that relationship and those kids believe in you and right you know that you have their best interests, right. You you have them. Yeah. You know, now you have to keep keep, keep it keep that it way. that way. And that was that was one of my goals. Right. From the last player on the roster to the first guy on the roster. I always asked him at practice or when
2: yeah. I saw him. Yeah, I, I, I could verify that. How, you always had. How, how's your you mom? You didn't discriminate, how's your, right. Yeah. How's your How's your parents?
1: Right. You know, I, we never talked football. Right. You know what I mean. How's your grades? You know, if you need any help, make sure you come see me. Yeah. If you got something to talk about, make sure you come see me.
2: Yeah. It, one of the things I I want to get your opinion on I find interesting is, um, you know, we, you know, I guess from afar you saw when Callahan came in. Right. Mm -hmm. And just, you know, we were an option team for forever, it seems like. And then just immediately tried to throw a West Coast offense into an option type of roster. In your opinion, is there is there a way to kind of do both, you know, to kind of ease the transition? Because I think like if you try to like if you have like like was it uh, Army that runs the triple option Mm -hmm. wishbone. If I went in there with the like the air raid. Is it really fair to those players to run a system that they're not even equipped to run or you kind of can try to do both? Totally not fair. Yeah. If you're
1: going to force feed it, yeah. If, when you don't have those kind of kids on your roster, you right. can't do it. Physically, they can't do it. do it. Go back to Tommy Armstrong. Right. Yeah. Right?
2: Yep. You
1: know, he's a RPO guy. He's yep. not a drop back, three-step, five-step guy. Right. So you can't try to force feed it to him. In six months. In six months. Right. It just doesn't work. I mean – Tommy's an okay thrower, but right. you can't throw the ball. Yeah, he had an arm
2: and stuff, but it's it would it, take two it, years for him to kind of get it to what they want. want right.
1: So I don't think you can force it. Just look at Georgia Tech. Yeah. They went from trip, a, trip, of wishbone, wishbone to, to, to trying regular, to – Yeah, running like a regular offense. How many coaches have they had since?
2: Yeah, they're on the third one. I think they kept the guy there, but uh, yeah. But, but it's You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: So um, if you want to run your stuff, you know, you can't force it. Right. Do it in bits and pieces and then try to
2: <laughs> – yeah. I, I wanted to ask you about, uh, you know, obviously, you know, you you know that.
3: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for 4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
2: We had a big class, right? Obviously, pretty much thirty-nine. I 39. think thirty-nine, uh, and then I always say we got forty-one with bets and IGC because they were gone last year. You yeah. know, so that's forty-one. What do you like from your, just your opinion? How does that? I guess. If, how does that affect the guys on the roster? And what's the rea- you know reality of especially in a wide receiver position, you know some of those guys that might only be around for a year is how does that usually work? You know how does that, you know I've never been privy to those conversations. How is it? Is it something that the players come to on their own or kind of like a mutual conversation that is like, hey, man?
1: Well, I, th- I think you'll you'll, it'll, you'll, know. you'll you'll know yeah once they start spring practice. Uh, you'll know within week one right. where you where you stand. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So it'll weed itself out, and then there's some conversations it's going to be have to have. Um, like, you'll never play here, right? You know. Yeah.
2: So unfortunate. Yeah. Unfortunately. Now I wonder also within the NCAA rules, um, because I got asked this that you know Matt Rule when he was at Temple and I'm sure at Baylor, his he's had he had physical kind of long practices. Mm-hmm. Now obviously I know the rules have changed. How how realistic is it to even become a, let's say, quotation, physical team with the practice restrictions in this day and time? Or is it, it okay, that's the number one question, or the other option is, or is it a combination of weight room, like winter conditioning, and then... You know, like how you practice. Well, it starts in the weight
1: room, right? Then winter conditioning,
2: and then how you practice. Right. Again, the
1: rules have changed. You yeah. can't have
2: even changed since he was a head coaching at Baylor. At Baylor, yeah. Right. So
1: you can't have so many days of contact. Yeah. So, but the days you can have it, you gotta yeah. have you it. Gotta you better it. it. You gotta get right. it. You gotta get after it. Right. So,
2: and I wanted to also ask you this: What's the what's the advantage, or what's the thinking behind no practice on Monday? Cause we practice. To hey, Man, if the sun was up, we were practicing. Hey, if there was a, if, not even if the sun was up, if there was a, if it was time, if there was a day we could practice, we was practicing. So so I'll tell people out there we would play Saturday. Sunday was your day off for treatment and stuff like that. Come Monday, you in half pass. You're half pass. And So half pass, when we played. You getting some contact. You getting some contact. So your neck and stuff still sore, but you. <laughs> He he, using that to kind of like knock the soreness out and out. get more soreness in there. <laughs> Tuesday and Wednesday we full pads and we we really getting after it. Thursday, so what's the difference? So what is it? Is it like science or rest? I mean, I I didn't really think that we ever had any injury troubles, and I felt like we were pretty fresh come Saturday. So what do, what do you? I mean, what's the reason? I I just
1: it? think there's so much science involved in football and athletics. Right. Yeah, a lot general, more than what we a lot yeah. more than what we were. Right. Sure, we we didn't know if we were sore or not. Right. You know yes. what I mean? Yeah. Well, by the time by the you know, time play you, eighty, you ain't got no. You, know, you ain't sore. you not sore. sore. So. Right. Yeah. But I I just think with all the science that goes into it now, yeah. you know, you're gonna you're gonna take some of that 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 pressure off some of the off the kids.
2: Right. And but um, I'll ask you this, and then before we go to break, if Jay Foreman was a head coach at, I don't know. Let's just say Westland, right? I don't know that because obviously not in Nebraska. You know. Um, <laughs>
0: You said hey, you'd coach the Colts hey, yesterday hey, night. I asked would you. Co-
2: okay, but the Colts is different NFL. You, I know, I know how to massage the rules in the NFL. <laughs> College it seems they got too many people watching. Too many, right. too many people watching. Right. So to say, if I was a coach at a university in the Big Ten or anywhere, would you would you advise me to go back to old school and like buck the new new science system? Now, granted, I, now if we practice on Monday, it might be a shorter practice. We might work on what we messed up on, kind of get you into like re- active recovery and fundamentals. You know, mm-hmm. that'd be like our fundamental day, short on and off, get a good lift in or whatever. Or would you say like just fall in line with do it? Because I would fig I would assume when I would be taking over a team that I was. They're not hiring. The, I'm not going to get the job where they just won 12 games unless somebody went to you know moving. Move d- so I'd be going on a you know fifty you know five hundred team or below. Would you is that would that do you think help you know uh, lessen the curve of getting back to respectability?
1: No, I think everybody has their own philosophy. You do right. it the Jay Foreman way, right? And then see if it works, right? You know what I mean. Kids are going to either buy into it or not, right? So you, if you want to be physical from day one, then we got to, you got You yeah. got to bump and grind, right? Because you can always back off. You can always back off, right? So yeah, um, you'll know when your your players are tired. Yeah, you'll know it. Yeah, you'll see you'll it. You'll see it. You'll feel, you'll feel it. it. Yeah, so you'll back off.
2: Yeah, that's good, man. That's a lot of a lot of good insight there. What it takes to uh, be in this modern day, you know, version of college football. Because you know, being in from the '90s, we don't know anything about football. But with that being said, we're going to go to break. We're going to come back. There's one thing that you said that I want to ask you because I really don't know what it is because I heard it at the high school level. So don't worry, I ain't going to put you on the spot. <laughs> it's buy-in. Because you hear it at the – actually, you hear it in AAU. Yep. And you hear it on uh, in high school. So I want to ask you about it when we come back after this break. Old school. Thursday, Kenny well- Thursday. Oh, and it's thirsty, oh, Thursday, Thursday. I won't Thursday. be able to participate, but we on like neckbone. Kenny Will, Hi-J Foreman. Old school, Thursday, Thursday coming up next. We'll be back.
0: You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.